0: addicts, non-addicts, and supporters, and welcome to the Diary of a Young Addict podcast. I'm your host, Mare, and I'm a 22-year-old recovering addict with four years clean from drugs and alcohol. This podcast is all about recovery from addiction and what that looks like as a young person. So I just wanted to start off this episode by saying I've actually had so many people come up to me who have just happened to check this podcast out that know me, And I just wanted to say, if you're one of those people, I really appreciate it, because, you know, like, I am being vulnerable on here, and I really hope that you can learn something, or someone you know can learn something, or you can share this information with someone. Um, And, you know, I think it's just nice to have different perspectives in life, and all sorts of things, and this is just one of them. So, if you... Or just checking this out and you don't know me, I appreciate you. If you're checking this out and you do know me, I appreciate you. If you're checking this out and you're an addict, I appreciate you. If you're checking this out and you're not an addict, I also appreciate you. Thank you for taking the time to listen. As y'all know, I love to be vulnerable with y'all. And completely transparent. And, you know, like, just let you know that... Recovery is not all rainbows and butterflies it can suck sometimes but it's not necessarily recovery that's sucking it's just my life that's sucking sometimes (laughs) and don't get me wrong i'm still very optimistic i'm in a good mood but i haven't made an episode in a few months and i went through a really bad breakup in january and you know like honestly i've just been healing from that trying to at least i mean i um It's been three months, and this person has been on my mind every single day since, and it's just something I've really been struggling with, and I just needed to get it out, so I'm just going to kind of talk about that today. I know I have an episode on relationships and boundaries. I guess this one's just going to be a little bit more specific. Yeah, so I don't want to get too into detail, but basically I met this person, and I really thought that he was like my soulmate. Like, he... I have an ideals list and it basically um, has a list of everything I need in a relationship and things that I want in a relationship. And so when I'm dating people, I make sure that they fit everything on the needs list and then it'd be great if they fit everything on the wants list, but usually that doesn't happen. And I met this person and like pretty much instantly clicked and you know, like he was the only person I've ever met that has checked off every single thing on my list, and it shocked me, honestly. So, if you're an addict, you know that we are very, very, very impulsive, and I had been wanting- I mean, basically, with this guy, we had a great relationship, and then out of nowhere, he broke up with me, and um, I've been- like, not only was I confused then, I've been confused every single day since then- Wondering what the heck has happened blaming it on myself, you know, like making myself the Problem and the fact of the matter is he told me that like it had nothing to do with me And honestly anyone could tell me that as much as they want, but i'm an addict I overthink and i'm pretty much always gonna find a way to blame it on myself because one thing i've noticed is that if i'm having problems in my interpersonal relationships if i can blame whatever it is on me, I know that I can fix it. You know, like I'm not in control of other people. If it's if it's something that has to do with them, I can't change it. So I love to find that a way to blame myself and you know, because I can change that and then hopefully rectify the relationship. Anyways, I had been fighting the urge to text him pretty much every single day, and I really lasted months. And the other day, like, I eventually caved in. And I'm not gonna say I regret it because I've learned more information that's, you know, gonna help me get over him. But, you know, like, it just sucks. And as addicts, especially in recovery, we feel things so hard. We are used to covering up our feelings with drugs. I mean, I have four and a half years clean. Four and a half years clean. And I still don't know how to manage my feelings. I get overwhelmed. I I don't know what to do with these emotions. Especially sad emotions. I want to use and I don't want to feel them. I want to cover it up. Because that's exactly what I did in my addiction. And it's still very uncomfortable to sit with these feelings of sadness sometimes. And I have no problem crying things out. But you know like I've been hurting for three months. And I'm tired of feeling this way. I would love to just like be able to say I'm done with it and like actually be done with it but that's just not how it works unfortunately and I know we can look at everything as learning lessons and whatnot and I'm trying to you know I'm trying to um I'm just you know like I'm not perfect I have this educational podcast and I can only teach you what I've been through my experience um and All I can do is work on being a little bit better every single day. And so like to get through this, I haven't just thought about it and then cried. (laughs) I've mentioned it in step work. Every time I have like really strong feelings about this situation, I'll go to my notes app and I'll um, type about it and just kinda journal. I even made, I'm not gonna, I don't wanna recommend this, but I made a private TikTok account just so I could vent and just like cry. And hopefully not a lot of people see it. Some of the videos got like 800 views, which I'm not sure how I feel about that, but it really helped to just like get it out there and just pretty much know that no one I knew was gonna be able to see it. I mean, I've cried about this in therapy pretty much week after week. And I wish I didn't care anymore, right? Like I don't want to hurt and I don't want to care, but I do. And we cannot control our emotions, you know? We cannot control how we feel, but we can control how we act on those feelings. And that's what I always am trying to work on. The thing that really pisses me off with the situation is like people will be like, well, you all only dated for two months, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, if, if you're listening to this, please don't ever tell someone that because what you're doing, or at least what it sounds like you're doing is straight up invalidating their feelings and being like, well, you shouldn't feel what you feel. the fact of the matter is we cannot control what we feel feelings come as they come you can't just be like i'm gonna decide to not be sad today what you can do is say okay well i'm gonna look at the positives instead and then hope that your perspective changes from being sad to being a little bit more happy and your mood improving a little bit like i said i'm not perfect but let me just touch on one at least really good thing i know that i did um when we first broke up Like I said, I'm impulsive, and I knew that he was looking at my Instagram story, so I would purposely post things on there for him to see and make sure he had seen it, and I realized that behavior, you know, like, recovery me was like, okay, Addict Meredith, we can't be doing that, and I deleted Instagram, and I don't know if you know how hard that is for me, like, I'm a 22-year-old girl, and I've never been the kind of person to delete social media, but I did it, and I was so proud of myself. And it really did keep me from doing that. I'm not gonna say this helps with healing, but one of the things that helps me like feel out my emotions because I don't like to bottle anything inside. Um, one of the things I like to do is like when I'm in the shower, I will turn on my speaker, put on like my In My Feels playlist, and like cry as I need to, and it it's like a releasing feeling. Like I said, I'm not going to say it has anything to do with me healing overall in general, but like it does help to get those emotions out, cry it out as it comes. And one of the things I definitely have been doing too is trying to do things that make me happy, like spending my free time doing what I want to do. and finding what i enjoy i mean i kind of already know but just like exploring the things i already know i enjoy just a little bit more i guess i know that it's so cliche for when you go through a breakup for all your friends to tell you like oh well now you you have you get to focus on you now you get to blah 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 and it's just like okay look i like in recovery we're always doing step work we're always improving and i feel like i'm always working on myself And I don't know if anyone else relates to that, but it's just like, I kind of get upset when people tell me all these cliche things like, oh, like, they, they, the person will come when you're least expecting it, blah, blah, blah. And it's not that my friends are saying anything wrong. It's me. That's the problem. But honestly, I feel like I can do everything single that I can do in a relationship. Like, in a relationship, I shouldn't feel like anything's holding me back, and, and I don't. But, what I'm saying is, is that in my free time, like, I've got to go to dance fitness a lot lately. That's become one of my new ho- one of my new hobbies the past year. And it's just, like, a bunch of women uplifting each other. It's so much smiles and laughs. It's at my gym. It's just a dance class that's, I guess now they have it every single day except Fridays. It's so fun. It's one of the biggest hobbies I have. Including, like, sometimes I like to go out and dance, like, at clubs and stuff. But... I know that that's not always the best for my recovery, especially when I'm in a place of hurting. Um, So Dance Fitness is a place there's no drugs or alcohol, so that's nice. Um, And I've got to hang out with my dog a little bit more and just like work on my friendships as well because about when this breakup happened, I lost a really close friend of mine. Not that she died, but we're just not friends anymore. I had to end that friendship. And you know, like, so I've been navigating new friendships and building on what I had before, but they weren't, like, necessarily very close friends, and I've been exploring my sexuality a little bit more, too, and plants. I've gotten to, like, I've gotten to, like, explore more with my hobby of plants and, like, getting to take care of those, and Just all the things that I do enjoy, I've gotten to do, as well as like continuously, I always volunteer. Um, It's always helpful to be of service because it helps me get my mind off myself and focus on the better of other people. It's a good way to put things into perspective, I guess. And I don't know how I could even forget like the biggest part of helping myself heal, like the biggest thing I do Is obviously going to meetings and sharing about it. Um, I guess it's just so normal for me that I forget about it. But, you know, like, I've shared at meetings about this situation and just dating in general since this situation a lot. I have shared it a lot. And it, it, it does help. Like, I can cry it out as I need to with other people there. And I don't feel judged. And I just feel loved. And... Sometimes people will come up to me afterwards and give me some of their two cents and experience, and it's really nice to hear that and just, you know, like, seeing the people that love me no matter what. I feel like we all already know this, but, like, I guess through this experience, I've had to relearn just the fact that, you know, like, we can't force healing. We can't speed it up. I think the biggest contributing factor to healing from anything is just time and you know i've thought about that a lot and i wonder and probably yes is some of it but you know like i wonder like yeah do we just start to forget is that why we heal is like we've been away from whatever it was that hurt us for so long that we just start to forget it and you know like this isn't something i want to forget as much as it hurts now, it hurts because it was a great relationship, you know, and I want to heal from it, but I definitely don't want to forget it. This is a learning experience for me, and, you know, like, people always say as well, like, oh, well, you're gonna see what you liked in a relationship and didn't like, and that is true, and I also learned that there is, it, that, like, there are people that will match everything on my list, and it's probably good that they're not common in the world, But, I know that there's more out there. Um, Like, I believe in soulmates, I believe in twin flames, and I believe you can have more than one. And let me not forget to add in, probably one of the biggest things I've had to learn throughout this process, of this specifically, is just, you know, foreclosure wise, you're not gonna always have every answer you want. You may be left with questions. You may be left with a lot of questions. I have been and I've been confused pretty much every single day since this happened. But one thing my sponsor had said to me was like, you know, you may never get the answers that you want. But you're going to have to just accept that you don't know. You're just going to have to accept that you may never know and be okay with that. And I don't know why I've struggled so hard with that. I think it's the fact that like, I just worry that I did do something without knowing I guess or miscommunication or whatever it was and I don't want to do it again that's the biggest thing it's just like I want to know so I can prevent it from happening in the future because being broken up with so spontaneously hurts bad and you are left so freaking confused and so I don't want that to happen again but I'm just gonna have to accept that I'm not gonna know and that I can only do my best in the future all right, you guys, that was the ins and outs of, you know, my process of healing. So I hope you learned something, whether that's a way to heal or a new perspective or whatever. Um, if you have a great way that you swear by to heal, please tell me. You can contact me at the diary of a young addict at gmail.com. The email is also in the description. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you made it all the way to the end, I really do appreciate you and your time. Have a great day. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, please reach out to the Samson National Helpline. There's help available 24 hours a day, every day of the year. Please call 1-800-662-4357 and let's get you some help.